Hey, good morning, everyone. This is the Pillage Pastor, and it is a bright and early hump day, Wednesday. And it is, actually, we don't have zero degree temperature out there this morning. It's, in fact, it's around like 16 degrees, and it's snowing. So snow is covering the ground, and uh, starting starting my day off, getting in the word with a question that I'm bringing you in on this morning for the simplest of Christians, those who wouldn't call themselves like totally sold out, like onboard believers, you know, us simple simpletons. And yes, I classify myself now as a simpleton because every day I still am saying, how do I keep my focus right as a simple man? How do I keep my focus right today and not sit on the fence? as a man of faith. I don't want to sit on the fence today. So I'm going to share with you a principle of not sitting on the fence in your faith. And so stay tuned. That's what's next. As always, I've got my turtle dove coffee that is, I don't know, my turtle dove coffee is kind of outstaying its welcome because <laughs> I only had a pound of it, but it's lasting me forever. It's almost like the Lord's just giving me my fill of my turtle dove Dunkin' Donuts coffee. And so, uh, you know, cheers. I hope you've got your hot drink, whether it be tea, coffee, or something else. But good stuff. And so, I typically, I don't know, I probably drink way too much coffee in the morning, but it's something to look forward to. I don't really eat breakfast, and so I just keep sipping on coffee and sometimes even neglect water. So I'm going to try and get some water down, especially since I've started working out. And so at about 6 o'clock today, I'm going to head to the gym after spending some time in the Word and uh, with you. And that question... Because yesterday I remember some of these things, like I walk away, of course, having spent time in the Word, spent time with you, and I can take just a principle with me. And yesterday, the principle I took is this idea that, you know, I'm, I'm loved. I am loved. And that I have an identity. And which behaviors throughout my day match the identity that Christ gave me, and which identity do I live out every day um, matches my my actions or how, how do you say that so two identities there's ryan and then there's the ryan there's the ryan that ryan would be without god and the ryan that you know god um, is making and which actions line up on which side of the fence so does that make sense like if there was a wall like those activities i did yesterday what category would they go in are they going on God's side or are they going on Ryan's side? The man that God wants me to become or the man that I would be without God? Like which actions fit in which categories? And you know what? Like it was helpful just to kind of keep that in mind. Um, it didn't make me like at the end of the day feel like I was a, a failure necessarily. Um, but I saw act actions and activities and some of those things I literally was like, I would just wish, I felt like I just wish I had the mentality, the strength, the mindset to do the right thing. My emotions can be all over the board and I can be acting out in ways that, you know, 80% of the day is Ryan Ryan, um, instead of the, you know, God Ryan. 
And um, I wasn't discouraged about it because at least it gave me kind of a you know point of reference, if you will, you know point of reference. And so today we're talking about that. I mean, sitting on the fence, uh, being in the game, and having a perspective, a mindset that allows us simple believers, simpletons, uh, simpletons to easily have a choice like that every day to decide that day who we will be and who we will stand for, um, who our household will stand for. And so with that, I want to take you to the Word. I want to take you to Psalm 16. Keep me safe, O God, for in you I take refuge. I said to the Lord, you are my Lord. Apart from you, I have no good thing. And for the saints who are in the land, they are the glorious ones in whom is all my delight. The sorrows of those will increase who run after other gods, who do their own thing. I will not pour out their libations, libations if that's how you say it, of blood, or take up their names on my lips. Lord, you have assigned me my portion and my cup. I've got to go after that. You have made my lot secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have delighted uh, a delightful inheritance. I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at might, even at night, my heart instructs, uh, in, instructs me. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I'm not going to be shaken. So setting the Lord before me for me yesterday meant that I got to recognize like I'm following him, setting him before me, recognizing who he wants me to be be, and recognizing my natural intent to kind of go my own way and do my own thing and which behaviors kind of fit, you know, in one place or another. Now, I thought sometimes, and I've said this, is sometimes I feel like I'm just waiting, just waiting to die. I mean, just occupying my time until I either die or until Jesus comes, right? And um, and we are to stay occupied. I mean, we are to stay working. We're not supposed to necessarily just be, you know, passive believers just hanging out at the gate. Um, but we have choices to make, and those choices just can be everyday simple choices. But what I wanted to share with you today is putting in from your passage of the Bible, like if you just opened up a verse, there's your simpleton action plan just right there. I mean, you can open up any passage of Scripture, such as we go right into Psalm 17. Hear, O Lord, my righteous plea. Listen to my cry. Give ear to my prayer. It does not rise from deceitful lips. Right there. Okay, so if you just were to take that, this whole idea of crying, whenever you think of a cry, what do you think about? I mean, are you thinking about your complaint? Are you thinking about whining to God? Are you thinking about, like he's basically saying, hear me whining to you, God. Hear my whine to you today. Or hear my, is he talking about desperation? Hear my desperation, my desperation today. Is he talking about a simple prayer? Hear my prayer today. I think this is talking about a depth. A depth, an emotional um, plea, a cry from, it could be a depth of despair, in depth, a depth for of need. 
And for me, like I could take that as a simple Christian and say, I, I want to cry to God today. I want to cry today. And to me, it's not going to be whining. And maybe it is. And God's big enough to handle our whining, right? I mean, our parents were big enough to handle our whining, even though they'd be like, quit your whining, right? They still were big enough to handle my whining. But in regards to talking to God, we complicate it. Did you know, and I never understood this, I always thought it was kind of funny. And you might not think it's funny, and you might be like, oh, Ryan, quit being so judgmental. And hey, get used to it. I'm kind of judgmental, but I'm the most judgmental toward myself. So there you go. But this idea that I would see Christians doing like a six-week, a 12-week study on prayer, and then their prayers would be so systematic and so perfect that they were almost void of emotion, or they would kind of cage themselves in the theology of prayer. And I'm thinking, shoot, man, you're talking to a person. You're not talking to a machine. You're not talking to, you know, the wizard of Oz, right? Behind a great curtain with machinery and he's just a man. That's not who God is. Like calculating exactly how you're going to come to him. And so the simple man, the simple man can come to him just as he is. And God's big enough to take our complaints. God's big enough to take our whining. God's big enough to take our, our bad theology even. Like about just life and about him, like he he can take that, right? The very fact that like how pleasing it is to God that you would even come to him. I mean, we don't think about that. Like God's looking at our heart. He's not judging us. We're not going before, you know, that absentee father, or whatever, hoping that this short visit with him over a weekend we're going to do everything perfect and he's going to accept us and so we better be on a best behavior because there's a reason that he walked out on mom or whatever it might be no god's not like that at all like he is so delighted in the fact that you are coming to him in a simple approach just as you are for us simple christians this is a wonderful thing for us who basically are like man i'm not like this you know my super christian friend who's always studying the bible always in church you know always you know has something about god to talk about like the simple man you know i like being there i like being at that place because all of that extra stuff can become a burden and actually a distraction from a genuine relationship with a person, our God. Let's take a quick break. Simple action plans for the day to draw closer to God. It doesn't matter who you are, how strong you feel like your relationship with God is. It doesn't matter how long you've been a believer. It doesn't matter at what place you are. If you are a believer who... You know what's really cool, by the way, I'm going to interrupt myself. Okay, so in the snow, as the snow's falling, it brings out a lot of wildlife, believe it or not. And so you actually hear a lot of wildlife. So in my little lodge here, um, what's cool this morning is uh, I heard the cry, if you would say that, of an elk. It might not be called a cry. I'm not a hunter. I'm not a wildlife enthusiast. But I do know the sound of an elk. Um, and so uh, we have a lot of elk that move through this area, as well as moose and deer, black tail, uh, you name it. We have a, a lot of wildlife here, but I heard the cry of an elk up on the hill here this morning, and it was pretty cool. And so the cry of an elk. So let's go back there. It doesn't matter where you are. Do you think that if you've been a believer for so long, I've been a believer since I was a child, 
perhaps you've even been in ministry. I've served in the church in one way or another. And so my cry is different because God expects me not to be a, a crybaby anymore. Or you might say, well, I'm a new believer and I'm trying to figure out this whole prayer life thing and maybe I do need to take a study and be in a study. I, I beg to differ. I think you just need to cry out to God. And I think you need to be honest with him, even if you think it sounds stupid. You know, he's he is completely approachable. And he's approachable, he's approachable not because of what you have done, but if you've believed in Jesus Christ, his son, you have access to the throne of grace, through grace, you know, um, by faith or uh, through grace. And you have the ability to come before God because what he's accomplished for you. And so you can approach him boldly. And so that's kind of a cool thing to think that you're not approaching God on your own merit. And so you really can, can come to him just as you are. And he would have it no other way. He wants you to come to him as you are in the mindset that you are. And let him adjust things over time. We see a bunch of whiners in scripture coming before God. We see a lot of crying. Like obviously in throughout the you know, the psalm, like all the psalms here, I mean we see crying. We see letting go. We see, you know, a lot of emotion. We see things that you wouldn't say today because they're not politically correct. You know, God, I want you to just completely destroy my enemy, destroy destroy my enemy's families, you know, kill their kids, all this kind of stuff. We see people really being super expressive to God. God would have it no other way. He wants you to come to him just as you are and say what's on your mind. Let him at that point adjust you. But the whole idea is you see how I took something so simple. Cry today. I'm going to cry out to God. That's what I'm going to do. Today I'm going to cry out to God. I'm going to tell him that I'm tired this morning. I didn't want to get up this morning. I didn't want to cry, you know, get out of bed this morning. I'm not really looking for what the day holds, but I'm definitely not going to sit on the fence. I'm not going to sit on the fence. I'm going to move forward. I'm not going to just wait to die. Right? I'm going to get up and I'm going to move. And then I'm going to go into the Word and I'm going to grab one word. Just one word from the Word, from a verse, from a paragraph, from a chapter. Just one word as a simple believer. And I'm going to take that word today and it's going to be cry. And I might be a whiner. I might be tired. I might complain today. But I know one thing. It's going to come out in a cry. It's going to be depth. Whatever, however I talk to God, it's going to be with depth. Whatever that is. Do you ever talk to God with depth? Do you cry to God? Right? Do you cry to God? A simple man taking a simple thing, a simple word out of God's word. You know, that a theologian and a, you know with a doctorate can go in here and continue to dive so deep into God's word and never hit its depth. And yet a child can come in here and take, like me, a simpleton can take just one word, cry. And I got a lot of, I got a lot to cry about, right? I got a lot to cry about. And so I'm going to take that one word and I'm going to cry out to God today and I'm going to let him sort through what's what and give him permission during my cry to adjust my thinking, adjust my heart, adjust my perspective, adjust my energy levels even. Because man, don't we need that. 
and especially if we're going to be trapped inside another day, right? With all of this snow, with all those this you know craziness outside. Believe it or not, I walked out this morning, and after several days of you know zero degree weather, you know minus two degree weather, six degree weather on one day. <laughs> It felt kind of warm this morning out there at 16 degrees. And you know what? I'm going to take something simple like that and praise God for that. Thank you, God, that it's warmed up today. Thank you, God, that there's beautiful snow covering the ground. Thank you, God, that I heard the cry of an elk. And it's going to remind me throughout this day to not sit on the fence. I'm going to cry out to you. I'm going to be on the move in the same way that that elk is moving out there. Someone on that, uh, somewhere on that hillside. He's moving. He's moving along. He's not sitting idle. He's not waiting to die. Instead, he, you hear his cry. So with that being said, this is the pillage pastor. Grace come down for such a sinner as I and for such a sinner as you.